It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's got to 2-2 two, two and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Good evening, good evening, good evening. Um, welcome to another weekly edition of Touchy Gooners. It's your boy SV Carboholic on hosting duty once again. As you can tell by the somber tone in my voice, we're coming to you fresh, fresh with that pain straight off a 94th minute conceded. God damn! I saw that, I saw that guy and I was I was fuming. But hey ho, such is life. Win or lose, we don't run from the grind. We're here, we're here. And um to join me are my fellow comrades, um, Dr. Lee. How are you, sir? I'm in pain. <laughs> Severe That's pain. Hey, Jesus Christ. That was a dagger. That was a dagger uh, to the heart. You know what? what? It's the hope that kills you. When you've got belief, it's actually harder <laughs> being good than it was being shit. I'm, te- I'm telling you, what, bruv, when I, had, when I had hope, yeah. When I didn't have hope, life was a lot easier, man. German DZ, how are you, sir? I'm okay, man. I'm okay, man. You man, alright. When you when you have no hope, you're so easy to be like, ah, no whatever. <laughs> Just last yeah. minute, like I can. Damn. <laughs> Straight on my head, top. Golly. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. We were we were all in the TG group chat moaning about how boring and how dreadful the game has been. I was even contemplating whether I should have been watching Love Is Blind instead. I know I would have been a lot more entertained by that. But hey ho. You know, through thick and thin, we stuck deep. So, I mean, let's uh, let's 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 get straight into it. I, I thought, um, and and, and we'll, we'll go around. Doctor Lee, we um, were you surprised with the with the lineup? Because I, I I thought this might be a game where we we you know bring Jorginho in. You know, for a lot of the big games this season, we've gone with more of a double pivot, and and I, and I thought that would be what we would go with to start with. Obviously, he kept the unchanged lineup. Um, you know, with, with what's worked in the sort of last few games in the Premier League. Um, so we, we shot by that. I, I thought so, because I think Europe is very much a different ball game um, to the Premier League. It's not, you know, I don't know if Arteta was expecting a high paced game or like, you know, um, but it was very physical. But 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 what was your overall thoughts on the lineup initially? Um, on the lineup, I was a bit surprised, mainly because I, ha- I have Arteta down as a pragmatist. So I thought that he was going to be defensive first and I did think he was going to go with a double pivot today. Um, I was surprised when he didn't. I thought he'd go double pivot and Kai up top. Um, but I, I can see in the rationale in my head, maybe if he's done the, the review of Porto, because I've not seen them before, why mm-hmm. he wanted Kai in midfield. Because they were surprisingly physical and I've noticed that from teams in Portugal. Portugal don't like physically. Like, the team seems to be really able to cope. Um, 
But yeah, I, I was a bit surprised at the lineup. But we've got so many players injured. The back four I expected. I expected Kivio to start because we haven't got Zinchenko. We haven't got Tomiyasu. Um, obviously, you expected the same centre back. You expected the uh, Ben White to play. Um, it's just the midfield, really, that, um, that took me a bit by surprise. But yeah, what can we say? Um, I, I think probably Arteta will look at that and that he's got it wrong because we, especially in this game, we looked very nervy. We looked like we were struggling to get our touch. Um, there was two touches and three touches, where it's usually one touch and two touch. Um, the players seemed unsure of themselves, slow in build-up and slow in possession. And um, I felt that we really struggled to progress the ball. Um, Porto's press was really good at the beginning, but they kind of eased off after about 20 minutes in terms of that intensity. So then that would probably give us ability to play if we'd have managed that first 20 minutes. Um, but we still struggled to progress the football. Um, and uh, I think that was uh, a mistake, maybe not going for the double pivot. But yeah, um, in, in all honesty, I was surprised, like the same way as you were. Yeah, and and German, do you do you agree? Were, were you surprised would you have gone with Jorginho, similar to how we've gone in a lot of big games this season? Yeah, I definitely would have gone with Jorginho. I think that is the the template for the Champions League away games. To be really honest, for the big away games. Um, you know, the double pivot, either Rias, Jorginho, Rias, Partey. And I was surprised he didn't go with it. Um, and I think he got kind of sucked into the um, the the form of the team, you know, winning those games on the bounce, um, not changing the team for like three games. Um, I think he kind of stuck with it. I think Trussard starting tonight was not the right play. Um, and I do think I got the lineup wrong. That doesn't mean that's the reason we lost you know but i think that that loss could have still been prevented with the team that were out there but it definitely contributed to the fact that we we lacked um progressiveness in our play and and i felt also lacked threat um with our passing it was very slow um uh, so yeah i think um i think he definitely got the lineup wrong and i also think he was a bit slow with the subs um so we saw the first half unfold right and then you're thinking you know make the sub at half time you know make the sub at half time or do something at half time to give us that that progressiveness in midfield, that threat from central areas with passing. And I think, you know, I think was it the 70th minute? That's for my opinion too late. But then I, I get the argument of it was nil-nil. It is a way. And as Lira touched on, Porto are very organized. They're springing to their press very well together. And they have tricky players. And um, this is Europe. Uh, and you guys know I believe in this team, but I don't share some of the overconfidence that I was seeing this week. Um, you know, you need to earn your straps. I was saying you need to earn your respect in this competition. It doesn't just come. Um, these guys, you might not know who these guys are, but these guys are at this, at, this, at this stage for a reason, man. Some of these guys are good players, man. And these these teams in general are usually really well organized and very aggressive on on, on an away um, Champions League night. So I expected a, a slow nervy start, but it kind of was it ended up being a slow, nervy 70. 80 minutes and then with a big dagger at the end so we just got we have to hold that and pop, really start fast on the return leg yeah yeah um uh all right let me let me take it this way right because i i think what we want to do is is digest and discuss what we actually think were the actual issues on the night and i'm probably going to lean into because I, I put out we've already got a lot of listeners questions that are coming about what people think were some of the faults so for example ot but in tweets has said should we have stuck to our guns and look to play through portal i feel too often we look to fight fire with fire with habits and go more direct i feel sometimes this plays into the type of game the opposition prefers not the one we prefer um so I, german i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with you uh, on this yeah so i'm just gonna look if there was um da, 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 da. okay yeah um so yeah, let, let, let me let me ask you that one, which which OT has asked. Do you, do you think we struggle? What 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 do you see as, or what what do you pertain as the main issues that that were laid, you know, bare in front of us tonight? Was it for a lack of playing for? I think obviously both you and Leroy said we were a bit too slow. Um, there wasn't enough forcefulness throughout the lines, and particularly you already touched on the hesitancy with the centre backs right tonight. Yeah, I think it's, there's three main things that we really struggled with tonight. So one, it was the speed of play. Um, I've, you know, typically we do start and try control games slowly, but the ball moves at a good speed. Today it was not a good speed; it was, you know, a very poor speed. As 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 Leo touched, Leroy touched on, he said 
two, three touches and to have one, two touches. I think it was five, six touches, <laughs> you know, instead of one, two touches. It was really uncharacteristically so. Have we lost German or is it just me? Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought I wasn't sure whether that was me or um, German. All right, Lee, Lee, where you come in? Um, so obviously we were discussing, you know, what some of our what you thought were the issues were. So um, I think German was about to touch on the hesitancy from the centre back. So, mm -hmm. but 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 what, what what do you see as the as, as the main cause of concern from 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 what we saw today? And 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 was is that a result of us or or you know how Porto set up? I mean, I, I wouldn't go for a, a cause of concern because we're going to lose football games, yeah? I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. that worried at the moment. But I feel like the main reason was the, it was the, the speed of play. So if we go back to the beginning of the season and we look at our speed of play, there was a, a major issue. Um, and I feel that that's why we couldn't create chances. And one of the reasons, as we, I was saying in the group chat before, that Arteta's tweaked it is now we've... We, we, We've, we've sped up the game and, and we're not so much trying to lack control as such, but when we get the ball, we're, we're looking forward quicker and we're moving the ball quicker. Um, and that's been really important. But I do feel that a lot of today's hesitancy has got to do with nerves and it's got to do with maybe a bit of fear because the players just looked nervy and they didn't look like they were as confident as they usually are in terms of moving the ball and they were really making doubly and triply sure. Um, so the, the big issue became came from the fact that we couldn't progress the ball partially because of Porto's press and the fact they were organised and partially because we couldn't, we weren't playing quick enough and we weren't assured enough and we didn't weren't bold enough to play the passes that needed to be played. And everything for us, in my opinion, stems from our ability in ball progression because that was from last season, that was our superpower. We were probably one of the best build-up teams in the league. This season... We did struggle with that at the beginning. That's why we weren't great. But when we fixed that with Martin Odegaard and we, the build-up became elite again, when build-up became elite again, we became a good team again. And I feel that all our problems start at the back with build-up when there's an issue. And when build-up doesn't work, we don't work. Um, and I feel that that's why today it, it didn't really it didn't really click. It didn't really click for us. But I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm massively worried. Like I said, we lose football games. This happens. They're a young team. This is their first time in Champions League knockouts. They, they do need to redeem themselves at home. Um, so I'm, I'm not too concerned, but I feel that's why we didn't do too well today. Okay. Yeah, I dropped them. I don't know what the hell Virgin Media are on, man. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> that that, that, that Ojo Alegba Wi-Fi is... is, is... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, was, I was looking at the, the, the router like, what the fuck is going on with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the question on um, why, why, what I think was poor tonight. Um, I think there's three things. Yeah, it was the uh, Lira mentioned. You know, the the the, the passes that that we met and that we do between between players. You from one to two to two to three. Um, it was just slower. I think it was actually like five or six touches before people were moving the ball. It was just uncharacteristically slow and inefficient. And I think the pass selection was also at times just baffling. So. Um, I'm coming to top up your internet, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. have, you, have, you got, have you got an electricity card? Because I'll, I'll send something now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is killing me. What the fuck version on? Nah. Hey. I don't we, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can hear you for now, but you might have to reset your router. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm even thinking that like, I'm in the metaverse. I don't, I don't know if these <laughs> But yeah, I just think pass selection was poor, um, speed of play was poor, and executions were really poor tonight as well. You know, speed of the executions. Pile. So all of that together, boy. Okay, German, we might have to ask you to reset because it was it was cutting out again there. Um, so let me. Um, what do you think? What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I, 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 it's always one of those ones. That I think I, I sort of follow your point more of the line along the lines of I just think we were a bit off it today, and and that can happen. 
you know it's uh we sometimes forget how young the team is a lot of these people haven't been here before i think it was the point i was trying to make in the group chat that's why initially i was like i thought i was saying to leo in the chat i think arteta would have been happy with the nil nil like obviously it's not ideal but but we didn't give basically i think aside from that double chance galeno had in the first half right they didn't we didn't really give anything away all game so it's more of a, a base for you to take back home obviously now we've made it doubly hard for, for ourselves and we're going to need to be a lot sharper um in the second leg so but you know now porto have a platform to to, to build from in the second leg they've got something to hold on so but the onus is on the players, right, to rise it in the second leg. They've they've got to perform better. They've got to rise it. They've got to show a bit more. They definitely have to play quicker. Um, I think, and one slight concern I've always had is that, you know, which is why I thought we would change it up a bit today, is that we just don't have much on the bench. It, it's mm. obviously evident that, you know, Enketia is not trusted anymore. Nelson isn't trusted. Smith Rowe is not really trusted. Obviously, Fabio Vieira is just back from injury. So, Anything we were going to do, we had to do it with that first 11, essentially, that was out on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when we talk about Party, Tommy, Yasu, Jesus, Zinchenko, all of those guys need to come back and need to come back quite fast, man. Um, so it's a bit slight concern because we, we've obviously put a lot in tonight and then we've lost it at the end, which is probably maybe a slight concern for the weekend game because the bulk of these players are going to have to play again at the weekend unless Arteta tells us that we have some unexpected recoveries. Um, for for the saturday game and so so yeah very very disappointing generally very disappointing overall but all is not lost man i think when we lost the lons in the group stages um arteta spoke about how it was a learning curve for a lot of these guys you know they, they they've not been here before europe's a bit of a different kettle of fish so they've got a they've got to adapt and they've got and they've got to go again so i'm not sure if it's just you know, and, and I see a lot of people on Twitter talking about oh, it's our heritage and I've said it as well. It is our heritage. We haven't we've never really been very, very good in Europe, but this is a completely new batch of players. So I don't really want to put that stain on them. Well, at least yet anyway, do you know what I mean? So, um, cool. yeah, so we have to learn to manage, manage the situation better. Um, I guess I guess um, going into the second leg, obviously, it's, it's a few weeks away, but just off the dome, are there any changes you'd like to see in that second leg you know are, are we talking would you bring back the double pivot for example um hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It depends on who's fit. Well, um, it, looks, it, lo it looks like obviously Party's back in training, but he, he didn't travel. So mm -hmm. hopefully, you know. Well, I mean, how far away is that game? Uh, three weeks. It's three weeks away. It's three weeks away. So, 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 so we, have a, we have a bit of time. Um, from what I understand, obviously, parties back in training. Fabio Vieira was on the bench today. So, but it's really, yeah, uh, you know, Jesus and Jenko we're looking at as well. So, so yeah. If Party's fit, he comes back in regardless, mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. Um, if Jesus is fit, he comes back in. I mean, um, apart from that, obviously, if Zinchenko's fit, he also comes back in for me. Mm -hmm. um, those are the three changes I'd make, but it all depends. Actually, it, mm, mm, yeah, it's a tough one, really. I, 
<coughs> I might go Tommy Asu, sorry. Just because yeah. I feel like we need to keep a clean sheet. Mm -hmm. At home, especially, yeah, yeah. I don't think we can afford to concede. Um, so I might, I might play Tommy Asu, but outside of that party and uh, Jesus come in if they're fit and available. Okay, uh, German. Any changes you'd make for the second leg? Assuming, yeah. assuming, assuming some of the guys we mentioned are fit. Yeah, I think Party needs to come in for that game, and this mm. this flipping baboon needs to earn. He needs to, he needs to make up for being away for like six months. Now nah, I can't take it anymore. Bro. <laughs> You're giving up the ammo. I buy the ops. I'm, I mean, uh, ethnic ammo. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this guy needs he, need, he needs to give us something this season, man. Bro, like, something, I, please, I, I, man. I, I said in the group, I'm I've not given up on him yet, but boy, he, he, I need something, man. Oh God, in here. I'm 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 on my knees and I'm not even pausing that, bro. I I, I legit need something, bro. You need to give me something, bro. It is an all timer. Yeah. It is an all timer run from bro from now to the end of the season. Oh. I need that. You 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 have to deliver, bro. You have to deliver because certain men have been been doing a lot of heavy lifting, bro. And you you are doing kicking gender reveal balloons that are putting your fight out for for six Why months, okay? bro. Yeah, yeah. He needs to. He needs, he needs to show something. So, um, so yeah, but party, any others? I think Jesus. Um, I, I want Jesus to come back in this team. Mm. But um, I, I think we shouldn't throw him in straight away in this game. So I hope he's back for this next game. And then, I don't know, he's just such a, he's just got such sporadic form. Um, so I hope he can come back in firing, which is what he did, I believe, this time last year. Was it this time last year when he came up from injury or a bit later? But um, I just need him come back firing, and he's actually been way better in the Champions League this season than he has been in the league. Um, so he's been most prolific in the Champions League. He scored some amazing goals, and he actually made some very good goals in the Champions League. So I hope the big stage is where he can thrive. So yeah, isn't anyone worried about him? Because I, we ain't heard shit. I I am I am I, I think I've I've been I've been concerned about Jesus since the initial knee injury and the fact that. There's been so many reoccurrences since. I've always said since that World Cup, like that level of sharpness and explosion just hasn't been the same. Obviously, he still has good games and, you know, he's still a very good player. But there was a level that he was at that I legit, I just don't think he's reached ever since. And I think, obviously, Dr. your better place to talk about, you know, injuries than I am. I don't know if, if, if that knee injury has affected that level of explosiveness that he had in his game. It just looks to have taken an edge or two off of him, man. So... Yeah, you know it's a concern. But I don't on. know what injury he actually had because Arsenal were very good at guarding this. I don't know what the knee injury was and what the surgery was that he actually had. But mm. one thing, do you guys think he looks a lot heavier? Yeah, he he looks he looks a bit <laughs> like he's been eating a bit uh, too you, much you steak. Man. Watch, nah, you man are crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nah, just saying, like, nah, like that might be the reason. Like, but mechanically, I mean, he looks like he's got a few kgs more than when because he was lean when he mm. first came. You know, mm. look like biscuits, biscuit boy, yeah. <laughs> Hey, gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think I, I do have a concern. I mean, I have a concern about all of those guys that are actually currently on the injury list. You know, all of those guys need to be demoted to squad players probably <laughs> from next season. If if we're being if we're being totally honest, man. So, yeah, I have I have slight concerns, man. But yeah, Jesus is another one who needs to come back and do some heavy lifting for the running as well so i feel like him and party and tomiyasu they them three they owe us like the most 100 percent because it's it's running time and you're not here again like big man come on come on so um i want to uh let me there's, there's a there was before we move on from this there's a couple other uh interesting tidbits i want to touch on so janugar 95 says her uh, is this a bit of humble pie for our fans and players after the build-up to the game? And secondly, Porto's game plan will already be laid out for the second leg. How should we approach this? Guns blazing or patience? Patience. If you go guns blazing, I think you're just, you're just leaving yourself vulnerable. Play the game that you used to playing, or play it efficiently. We're, I think at home we can smoke these, man. Yes. We, have to, we have to respect the opposition and play our game properly. CL's fine margins, man. You can't go crazy like that. You got to, mm -hmm. it's a measured game, man. Um, you've got to play the long game. This is this is half time. It's, mm -hmm. it's half time. We're only one nil down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
I, I did have a have an interesting question. Obviously, so in the last few games, and and it's just coming from Cash Wallace here as well. Similar. Um, so in build up, we normally have Saliba. Obviously, assuming Zinchenko's fit and and Gabriel covers that zone on the left, we normally have Saliba as the central centre back. Um, and but obviously, since we started inverting a bit more from the right. So Saliba's pushed over to be the right centre-back and we've had Gabriel as the central centre-back. Are you comfortable with that? I'm not. I, I don't like it as much. I don't like that dynamic as much, even though I don't mind White inverting. I don't like Gabriel being the main distributor from the back. But maybe I'm just reading too much into it. For me, I can understand what you say because Saliba is just a better on the ball. He's a better mm -hmm. distributor, for mm -hmm. sure. Not good today, by the way. We have to be open. And he was terrible today, by the very, way. Very, very not good but at all. This is one thing I'll say. I feel like not just that Gabriel does better defending when mm. the person's inverted and he's in more space. Mm. I feel like the times that we've seen Saliba struggle is when he's having to defend in that ocean, the wide channels, in the wide channels. Because I felt he struggled at the beginning of the season a little bit when Party was inverting at right back. Mm. And I feel he struggled a little bit more. I mean, not struggled, I would say, but he's not quite as sharp as he's been in, in, in this situation as well. So you'll take it like you're, you're you're inverting them. So Saliba's the better distributor in the central centre central centre back. We've moved Gabriel there, but Gabriel's a better defender in wide spaces, open spaces, and, and we're having Saliba do it. But mm. it, it is what it is because it's a it's necessity because Kiriou isn't up to it. So I, I completely mm. understand why he's done it. And I feel like we just have to firm it until we either get Tomiyasu Timba or Zinchenko back. We've got three fullbacks out. Yeah, I do feel a little bit sorry for Saliba, but I, I just would like to see them occasionally just put, not put, I say put down, that sounds really bad, but, you know, just sat down occasionally. Do you know what I mean? So mm. those two especially, they play all the time, Saliba and Ben White, legit, like all the time, all the time. And sometimes you can just see the effects of, you know, maybe they're just a yard or two off of it. So, um mm. But the thing but, is, it's, it's, it's because uh, they're, they're the man that's supposed to replace them are Crocs, man. Well, not Crocs, mm -hmm. though. I, I'm not going to Tim Crocs. Yeah. Tim bad, bad luck. But Tommy Asu yeah, yeah. just never Tommy Asu, yeah. And he's supposed to take minutes off both of them. Right, right. So, and, and, and that's an interesting point, right? Because he's legit supposed to, whether that means Ben White moves to centre-back and Tommy Asu comes right-back or Tommy Asu's mm -hmm. at centre-back and Timbers mm -hmm. at right-back. You know, those are the, supposed to be the guys that take the minutes off the guys currently, which is why... Unfortunately, we've seen Cedric have minutes recently, so oh. um, and that 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 is that's a scary sight, right? Very, very. Oh, there was even a point where I saw Ben White hunching over this game. I said, "Blood of Jesus, bro!" I said, "Please, please, my bro." <laughs> we are that close to having Cedric play. <laughs> we are we are in a very very precarious precarious position. Um, right, okay, let's move on, man. So I, I think you know we've spoken about patience being the name of the game in the second leg. So hopefully, get this out of the system. Um, we have Newcastle on Saturday. German, are you with us here? Yeah, man, I'm here. Still. Yeah, okay. Um, so we obviously we played the same team against Burnley, played the same team against um, Porto three days later. Are you going to play the same team against Newcastle in another three days, or are you going to have some slight tweaks? We have Newcastle at home at eight pm on Saturday. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like. Jorginho might have to come in. I don't, I, you know, I know, I know Newcastle are in a bad run of form, but I don't know why. But these men seem to want it with us, man. So, and I've seen Jorginho play against these guys a couple of times, play quite well. Um, I just feel like we need that that added threat from central areas with the passing. And I think, especially tonight, one of the reasons um, we also didn't play that well is because we didn't find Saka often enough. Um, I don't know what the amount of touches is that he got, but I feel like. Martinelli seems to be more involved in the game. It's usually Saka more involved than Martinelli. Martinelli's action were pretty poor tonight. Um, I think Saka was not aggressive enough. But I think if you probe and find him often, he tends to take the opportunity. And I think getting Jorginho in the team will help finding him more often. So I would look to get Jorginho in the team potentially. But it's very 50-50, to be honest, because, you know, outside of tonight, Trusted has been converting chances, which no one else seems to get, seems to be doing from central areas. Um, so it's a bit of a 50-50 thing. Um, but I think I would lean towards getting Jorginho involved in the team if he's fit. And God damn, this party, brother, he needs to come off the bench in that game. 
it, it need, you need to get some minutes in the tank. Well, he was, he was, he's been in, he's back in full training. They didn't choose to take him to Porto, so you'd hope that maybe he can get some minutes off the bench at the weekend. Um, Doctor Lee, do you agree? Bear in mind. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Well, oh, go, go on, German. Finish. Maybe I think, to be honest, I think I don't know if I still considers this, but maybe Martin I need to sit down for this game as well. Get ESR in there because the, this performance tonight, I'm sorry, man. I'm, he hasn't used ESR as a winger in. In, yeah, he, he, since since we made this move to you know more of a four three three, he's not used the SI as a winger at all. He's only used him centrally. So I, w- I would be surprised if that happens. You're more likely to see Trossard back out wide, or even Nelson. <laughs> I'm good. So, so, yeah, so, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm proper good on yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, whilst 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 we're on the topic, Martinelli, let's speak on him. Mr. Martinelli, well, let's 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 speak on him. How how how, how are you guys feeling? Because I got my thoughts. I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I I I, I know I, I'm not a Martinelli hater, but I'm also someone who's a bit skeptical around Martinelli, just because I feel like he needs too many conditions that f- for him to thrive. You know, situationally, like he can't get. It, I've always said I don't think he can get it cooking by himself. And you know, sometimes e- even to the point about. I know Leroy made the point about when someone matches him physically, he struggles to stand out. But even, you know, the technical aspects of things, I don't think he's, you know, doesn't do enough in combination, can't create really by himself. Um, you know, sometimes there's there's technical inconsistencies in terms of what he does. So, uh, I, you know, and, and this is why I think for me, we desperately need another winger, just as much as so, even if you still believe in Martinelli, for him to have competition. So where 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 are we on that? Where are we on that, um, Doctor Lee? See Martinelli, um, I am a I'm a big fan. So um, I've gone full circle. I was a proper stan at the beginning, and then I was a bit yeah, and then I'm, I'm I've gone full circle. The thing is, I'm, I feel I feel like I'm a little bit more lenient um, than you guys when it comes to the players, man, because not all players can do everything all the time. And not all players are suited for all games and all environments. Mm. A lot of our special men are, yes, like your Bakayo Sackers. You don't get Bakayo Sackers all over the team. It just doesn't happen. Mm. So Martinelli, when a player can match him physically, a lot, in my opinion, a lot of the time he does struggle. He is always liable to drop a technical stinker as well, now and again, which I think that's in his makeup. So he, he he's... The delta in Martinez's performances is high, quite high. So he's got high highs and he's got low lows. And and that's just him as a player. And we just have to accept that players aren't perfect and he is an imperfect player. But I have no issues with Martinez whatsoever. Um, I, I love him as a player. I think he's extremely useful. All I do think is when he's having... Because he has very high highs and very low lows. And because he's not suited to all game states and all environments, I do think we need more in the squad to be able to sit him down sometimes. That's the only thing I think. Like, yeah. Okay, and and and, and that, that would be my thing, because when we're talking about, right, obviously now we're heading towards the top and the margins are a lot finer. And obviously I, I take your point about not everyone is suited and not everyone can have everything, but is, isn't shouldn't that be the aim, to strive to get as close as possible, to have players who can have as much as possible, right? Because yeah. you want players who are malleable, who can adapt to varying different s- scenarios and situations. Because by what you're saying, it sounds to me like you think Martinelli can struggle in certain game states, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. But then that raises a question then, should we be looking for an, another profile then? Because, you know, I, I don't think, if, if what you're saying is that um, when it comes to certain situations, maybe against low blocks where there's little space or up against a fullback that, you know, can keep up with him. You know, I think back to probably Livermento when we played Newcastle, and, and we're mm-hmm. likely going to play Newcastle again this weekend, right? Is yeah. he struggled a bit, a bit there? So, so yeah, I, I, I think I think we need to keep the some some of these attributes we need to keep because we need to be able to keep the consistency of our game model, which relies on certain attributes. But we need someone who has different attributes. And as and as I said, yeah, the aim. I mean, obviously, you want players who can do everything all the time, all over the pitch, but that doesn't happen. I don't even think City have that. Jack Grealish doesn't suit every game state, game and, and, and types of games. Jeremy Doku doesn't. Um, you, it just it just doesn't happen. Like what team does have that? Usually teams will have one outstanding player or stellar player, two out two outstanding or three or two outstanding attackers. Sorry, and then their other attackers will be good, but then they won't be perfect. And Martinelli is just that guy. He's our 
Jeremy Doku, Jack Grealish type player. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. And I think to to the point of Martinelli, I think with him, what what he needs to work on is, you know, when he is in one v one situations, you know, occasionally he'll he'll do some sort of amazing skill to generate a shot, generate a cross. But a lot of times he, he has that level of un, um of that level of predictability. And if you're very predictable, your actions need to be very concise and sharp. And I feel like he delays some of his final actions too much, which allows his crosses to get blocked, which allow doesn't allow him to get a shot away. You know, you whatever you can say about Saka, Saka is very he even though he's predictable, he's very, very good at executing his actions. So yes, he might shift on his left foot, but he'll shift then shoot. He ain't gonna stop him doing that. He might shift on his right foot, he shift in, you know, cross it. Like he's just way more clinical in his actions. Whereas Martinelli, there is a, a inconsistent level, a strong level of inconsistency and in, inconsistency in this actions. Um, when he puts it together, he's amazing. When he doesn't, then you see a lot of you know incomplete actions, and then you can have a compare um performance like tonight. Whereas, you know, and and I agree with that. You know, some some players just don't have that type of level. That level of consistency that Saka has is just not normal. Even though I don't think he was good tonight or even really threatening, he just he just has a level of consistency in his actions. That's not normal. So even I think Udegaard as well, he was decent, but you know, not threatening, not too much. But they just have that level of technical base that not many players have. Um, and for that reason, I think sometimes you just need something different tonight. We couldn't take him off. I mean, I think you you could take him off and put ESI there, but obviously that doesn't see him as the player in that zone. So we need someone else that can come and do it because Nelson ain't that guy. We know that. So, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, um, let's quickly come back to that that Newcastle game then, Doctor Lee. Are, are there any changes you'd make? Um, and and let's say, let's assume fitness. Let's say party is available, um, and maybe that's it. That's one hell of an assumption, bro. <laughs> well, well, he. I mean, he is in training. So, so what I'm saying is, I'm, 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 I'm not even saying he's going to start. I wouldn't throw him back in. The yeah, I wouldn't throw him back in. Just, just in the squad. It's, 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 it's also worth noting that after this Newcastle game, we have an eight-day gap till we play Sheffield United away. Um, I wouldn't bring him back in to start. No. Um, if in this game, if I'm assuming no one's coming back, me personally, hmm, it's, it's a real tough one because. There's not much. Are you because 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 the the obvious ones on the bench, right? So let, let, let me let me outline who was on the bench for you today. Eddie and Ketia didn't come on. Reese Nelson no. didn't come on. No. Uh, Smith Rowe didn't come on. Fabio Vieira just back from injury didn't come on. I'll, I'll so, go. This, I think I'll go the same team. You go the same team. I'll okay. go the same team um, and see how we get on. Um, the thing about Emil Smith Rowe and uh, I don't like him in the central positions, as you, everyone knows, uh, and I've said many many times. We can't afford someone who who may switch off defensively as much as he can bring offensively. Um, in this game, it's going to be a tight game. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. I'll start. My, I'll start with the same team. Same team. So my, my concern is that, like I said, this being our third game in seven days, and it's not you know in isolation. That's that's not an issue because you know we've been playing one game a month since you know the start of the year. So it's not it's not that bad generally. But I think. My concern is that Arteta doesn't go to the bench that much unless we have, you know, that massive assailable lead. So, for example, if we need 
if the game is nil nil at 70 minutes, who is he going to to change? Who is he going to look at to change the game from the bench? Do you know what I mean? So is he going to try? Is he going to trust these guys when when the crunch comes? I think he might bring on Fabio Vieira, possibly bring on Eddie. Mm. Might be it. Might be it. Might be it. So. So What's yes. Form at the moment. What's that? New, Newcastle have been Newcastle have been in a very very bad state of affairs, and they have quite a lot of injuries. I don't know um, if Isak will be back for this game. He's he's I don't know what type of injury he had. Um, I know Callum Wilson is now out for like three months, so he's definitely not going to play this game. Um, but one, but Newcastle have only won like one out of their last like. Oh no, tell a lie. They won. They won two games this year. They won two games this year. But generally, their form has been quite up and down for um for the last few months, man. So, um, but that is that that is partly that due to the injuries that they've had. So, um, but I saw at the weekend they obviously have Harvey Barnes available, Gordon available, Almiron available. Um, I'm sure Bruno G will be available to try and kick our players. They were just um, there on the break. I think this game suits them more than the other games. So teams are starting to respect right. them. Yeah, uh, yeah, that too. That too. I think they will be happy to sit in and wait for spaces and try to hit us in transition. So um, they've got five augers at the back. That's all they want to do, man. Mm-hmm. Well, we remember that game at the Emirates last season, right? They tried to press high for the first 20 minutes. Arsenal routinely kept playing through that press and then they thought, you know what? Fuck this, because the rate, the, the rate we're going at, we're going to concede if if we continue doing that. So they legit just to, chose to close off and and waste time for the rest of the game. So I need us to I, get revenge, though, man. That game at St James Park, boy. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, one, we need revenge based off that game. Ref screwed us, whatever, whatever. Even though we didn't really play well at that time, but I'm slightly. You see a team like Newcastle. You have to score early against them. You get that's the sort of team you have to draw out of their shell, you know. And and I feel like if it's one of those ones where you can get a goal against them, draw them out, get another one, I think their heads will start to drop again, man. But yeah, it's a tight one, man. I'm not. I'm I'm a bit worried just after, especially if we have no other options to freshen up. You know, sometimes things can just get a bit stale. And I'm not saying it is stale because uh, obviously tonight was just poor, just generally. So I'm I'm not saying I'm not reacting just based off the result tonight but i would have in an ideal world like to have off the hey you muted yourself man oh yeah he muted himself i was gonna say he was he was joking about my internet man but <laughs> oh sorry sorry I, I i did not even realize i was talking and i just muted myself <laughs> i was literally just having a monologue with myself right anyway <laughs> Cool. Let's 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 move on to some to some listeners' questions then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, man. We're, we're all tired, man. This is this yeah, is not yeah, professional podcast. Is... <laughs> <laughs> we've got German Dan who ain't, ain't topped up his fucking energy bill. We've got loud, buttons like crazy. Who knows, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm um. Listen. That 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 94th minute winner, it just deflated all my energy, bro. I was even gonna come on the pod, even though it was nil. I was gonna come on with energy, you know. But listen. You've killed me tonight, Arsenal, man. Um, we've got Bogan underscore N5, who says, who's at fault for the goal? Nelly, crap passed. Rice didn't close down. Raya too high. Any other? I know Lewis wants to talk about Raya for the goal. So, German, the floor's yours. Who's I think there's, the there's two main culprits for the goal. At first, yeah. we had the ball calmly, by the way. 93rd minute just approaching. The ball goes to Gabriel, man. Poor touch. Puts us under pressure. He had to pass it back to Raya, I believe. We then have to clear it under pressure. The ball ends up with Martinelli, who tries a long diagonal switch because a couple of men started running. I just feel like in that moment, Martinelli, don't play the switch, man. Um, you know, that's a risky pass with the game being stretched late and you know, and and, and it's late. Uh, I don't really understand why he made that decision. As soon as that happened, we struggled to recover and get to, and get to good positions to close down um the attackers. So Galeno had a lot of space. To like just pick a shot basically. Um, with the goal, it's interesting because I think Raya should be doing better. I feel like his starting position is okay, but he doesn't shift his feet. Because he doesn't shift his feet, he's just jumping to to basically, you know, save the ball. If you shift your feet, you'll probably save it. 
Um, so I would I would criticize him for that, but um, it was still a very good finish to be honest. But I think he should be shifting his feet to save that. So that's four man out four for this goal, to be honest. I don't think you can blame Rice too much if he runs out and the ball gets passed around him late in the game. I think the main fault is with the two players, the two Gabriels giving the ball away and you know Raya potentially not shifting his feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, I, I wanted to talk about this. Obviously, we didn't really focus on it when we were talking about the game, but we talk about European pedigree, right? And and I am Mr. Lex. Um, he says, why are we allergic to European success? I didn't expect to win, but we're so bad in Europe for no clear reason. Baitface Nate says, do you think the players went up to it or has Arteta's European record come back to haunt us? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so, so those two. So, so Dr. Lee, obviously, in Europe so far, we, we've had, obviously, Europa under Arteta and, and we've stunk out the joint a few times. Um two round of 16 exits and a semi-final exit in Europa. Um, do you put any stock into our previous European pedigree? Do you put any stock into Arteta maybe still struggling or, or adapting to new European demands? Or do you think it's just the case of this is just a new new team, it's a young team, they're learning all the time and they will eventually get over the hurdle? Or do you think there's something deeper at play here with I the manager's European record? I don't think I don't put stock into our European pedigree as a club. I don't really believe in that. Um, every team is their their own team. It's an individual team. But I do put stock into that. This is a young team. Um, football is about margins and is about experience. And experience is very important. The European game or playing in Europe is definitely different from playing in the Premier League. Um, and I feel that this team, as a group, haven't really experienced that. I do feel like the team, I, one thing that is a little bit worrying me is about the mental side of the team. Because if you if you were to go back now, obviously I know they're a young team, but we shit the bed for top four. The league, I don't think we shit the bed. I think it was more the, the injuries, but a lot of players did lose their form and didn't play very well. So that could point to some mental issues. And then today I saw some mental issues in the team again. That's something that's probably at the back of my mind a little bit concerning. I do think as well, the manager is a rookie manager. This is his first job um, and he's going to have things that he needs to learn. I feel that his learning curve has been literally an uh, upward trajectory because I feel that we've seen incredible improvements from the manager season on season. And I think he's really starting to flex his coaching muscles this season. But he's going to have a lot to learn as well about managing things in Europe and, and take lessons from this as well. So I feel like the main problem is, number one, that we're a young team with a young coach who haven't got the experience in Europe, and this is something that we're learning. And number two, there are some small little doubts in my mind about the mental side of the game. And this is where you do need a few more grown-ups in the team and grown-ups in the squad with experience who've been there and done that to really sort of steady the ship. Sean, you're on mute. Sorry. Yeah, that's an interesting question because we had another one from Bogan, again, uh, underscore N5, who says, should the next additions to our squads be experienced players? So, and and this is an interesting question, right? Because how do we define experienced players? You know, some will say we're talking 30-year-olds, but some would say, you know, players that have been around the block but are still... So even quote-unquote, obviously, even though a lot of us don't rate him, Kai Havertz technic technically classes as an experienced player. Erdegaard, even though when we got him at 22... Um, he had played a lot of games. You could class him as experienced. So, German, do you think we need some more experienced players or is it a case of just what we have or, or it's just the case of just recruiting better? Just generally, we just need some more better players as well in addition to what we have. I think the experience point um, is very valid, especially in Europe. Um, so, yes, we, we point to Udegaard's experience. We point to Declan Rice's experience. They both made their first, you know, knockout, get, knockout appearance in the Champions League tonight. So um, the experience is pretty much limited to domestic um, competitions and the lower lower and um, European competitions. So, you know, Champions League is a different ballgame. I think I saw the stat before the game was something stupid, like Pepe played 47, you know, Champions League, Champions League KO games and the whole Arsenal 11 played 16. And the only player that <laughs> played 16 was um, Habits. So it's, well, there's, there's a distinct lack of experience at this level for this team. Um, and 
I think in the summer I, I was quite I was quite eager to get Ilkay Gundogan. So I feel like maybe this is someone that is too old, but you know that's the type of experience that I think we do need in the squad. I think Jorginho has some of it, but um, I think Gundogan has bigger qualities than him. So someone that has been there, done it, um, can contribute uh, on a regular basis. But we did manage to get him, so we need to we need to see what we can do in the summer. Overall, I do like our approach to just signing players that really fit the game model, um, build our game model, have you know the flexibility that we have, and go and try dominate games. It has worked in the Premier League, but as what Leroy touched on in, in that Champions League, the margins are finer. Um, you know, the mental side of things, um, it takes an effect on some of the performance, I believe. I definitely felt the start was nervy, you know, first five minutes, I think not even first five minutes, second minutes, he was passing it. Why are you passing it to Rice when Rice is not even looking at him? Then Rice is overcommitting on the, you know, on the foul. These little things, people might think they don't matter because, you know, um, in the end, it was nil-nil until the 93rd minute, but... They show you, they give you a bit of an insight into, you know, the players, you know, comfortability. Uh, and I don't think they were super comfortable for the majority of this game. Um, so can they get better at this level? I, I definitely think so. We have a, a lot of very, very high level talents, but we want to achieve things now. Right. And I think experience and experience can help us achieve these things, um, you know, in, in the now. Um, whereas if we're not adding that experience, maybe it will just take us a bit longer. Like with the league, it looks like we we're gonna you know take a bit longer to get there. Um, but let's see. I mean, I'm pretty open minded. I don't think it's a wrong or right decision. Um, the one thing that obviously is a bit of a bad mark on our tires now is if we don't turn us around, then I think it's three or four times um, in European um, competitions that we've gone out as soon as we <laughs> we've made out the groups. So um, you know. I've seen people say we've seen the script, you know, Arsenal one or down, we're not going to get it back in the second leg. But it's on this team to prove the doubters wrong. And, you know, we all believe in this team. So they they need to go out and do it. That's it's really on them. So, yeah. Well, unfortunately, here's a, a, a very <laughs> fun and not so fun stat. Arsenal have never won a European knockout game at home under Arteta. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's not particularly promising, bro. So... We need to rise that. It's, it's yeah, we've, been, we've been shit until like two years. So, yeah. for a while. Bro, we, we, we had, uh, we played European football with what, Socrates and fucking. It's very like, true. Very, very yeah. true. All them, man, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, yeah, Luke, what, what, was it that sporting game where Ramsey got love from the halfway line? My number yeah. 10 of Becker. I ain't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, Tommy Ajayi won. He says, out of Saka. Hey, bro, you keep going on mute, bro. What are you doing, bro? There's the uncle microphone you got, man. Bluetooth headset. Leave me, man. Leave me, man. Um, says, out of Saka, Erdegaard, Rice and Saliba, rank from easiest to hardest to replace. Saka on God, Rice and Saliba. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, hey, Rice is bottom man. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, and I agree. I'm putting him there. I I think the hardest to replace is Saka. Uh, I was gonna say it's, it's it's between for me it's between Saka and Saliba. I can't I, I can't make that distinction. You know what, nah, nah, nah. What's uh, your list, then, I, 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 okay, I'm. This is gonna sound a crazy list, though. I'm going Odegaard, Saka, yeah, yeah. Saliba, Rice. So wait, Odegaard, the the hardest. Yeah. Oh, you're chatting shit, bro. <laughs> 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 you are, yeah, bro. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I knew that sounds crazy for people. Uh, it, you, you see, the thing is, yeah, I love Erdogan too, but I, I knew you were going to do that, bro. I actually knew I you were going to do that. Yeah, I saw the big smile. I was like, yeah, I, I, I told you, I, I, I said, I knew, I knew what he was going to do. Nah, I'll what? put in terms of, I'll oh, go on, go on, finish your points. No, I was going to say, in my defense, yeah, 
it's hard to be these 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 are special talents. All like, like yeah, yeah. That... I mean, Rice. I think you can get a DM who can do what Rice does. Like, may not be as good, may not be as like a win the ball, big, big dual winner. I think that's the easiest thing to replace. Yeah, Saliba. Saliba. Saliba is a one of one in me. Fucking hell, he's a one. That's 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 a crazy one to replace. That's a bro. crazy one to replace, you know. Um, but so is Saka though. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. I think so it's between Saka. them two. But so is Odegaard, fam. I'm sorry. Playmaking, I, I, good. what play? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about like for like who can play make like Odegaard can. So yes, you could replace a t- get a ten who can get goals and assists, but. To play, mate. The no, right no, they're, they're, they're up, bro. Actually, that's what I'm I said. Lying, I'm, lying. I got, I got I'm lying. Let me change my list. I'm that's lying. The thing is, I, I already know who I'm going to say who I was going to replace Erdegaard with. I was going to do the same thing Arsenal have done anyway. But yeah, I was going to go from Erzil you, you to Erdegaard to Ardegula. That's who I, because I, I know that kid is peak mm. when I talk about playmaking. But yeah, I think, um, go on, redo your list. Redo your list. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go Saka, Saliba, Odegaard, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bugging. I'm, but I was trying to be, I was trying to be a hipster, but I'm, I, it's not working. That's my list, man. I think, I, don't, I think you finding someone like Saka from the academy as well. It's just I don't know how you're able to replace that. Yeah, you know? that yeah, the, the, those are very rare. The footballing quality, and then also the fact that he's come out of the academy. I mean, <laughs> if we believe in what people are telling us about um, and Waniri, maybe we've already got one loading. But you know, what I mean, Saka. I think Saka top Saliba, man. Yeah, he played as he's crazy. He's crazy good. So Saliba might even be top, to be really honest. So he might be top to be really it's, it's the collection of attributes. Because yeah. you could you could get someone to replace one of the attributes or maybe two the collection together. Mm-hmm. He's a freak, you know. Yeah. If you yeah. made a center back in a lab, that's Saliba. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's between him and Saka for top 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 one for me, and then Udegaard. And then you know, with distance, I had a rice as well. I think a rice is, is actually a special DM defensively. Um, I think defensively that I've not seen many as good as switched on, as convincing in their actions, defensive actions. But on the ball, I think he's he's just about above average. Um, what he does well is he, he makes good decisions on the ball. Even though he doesn't take risk, he makes the, he make his pass selection is usually really safe. So he won't he won't put you under pressure. Whereas I think there's DMs out there who can win the ball at a good rate, but make du- stupid decisions are not as convincing in their challenges, etc. So, but I think he's the easiest replace out of the four. Um, so I think we agree, right? I think Sean, you said basically the same list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I to and fro consistently between whether it's Saka or Saliba, but I think I might just edge towards Saliba obviously what would make me choose Saka is the academy factor and the fact that you rarely produce like world-class academy talent um but yeah so yeah I'm just going to expand on that question though if you were trying to replace all of them who would you replace oh good question Uh, then that tells you the answer to the question because yeah if Uh, I would if I was to replace Saka I would replace him with Neto I have no fucking idea who I'd replace Saliba with Okay, so Saka, you do Neto. I, I can, I can, I can. Yeah. Other guard, I'll probably do Paqueta. See, I don't know. the ball away bears, bro. The thing is, I like, I like, I like Paqueta a lot. Like, he's actually yeah, a good player, no, but he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not. When I'm talking about tracking ain't dead playmaking, surgical playmaking, that's what I need, bro. He's, he's not. Hey, right now, he comes to Arsenal, man, then will be cussing this guy. <laughs> nah, I know you man I like bro. <laughs> Cussing this guy. He's trying some some shit, giving the ball away. And I know the group should be bouncing. No, no, you're right, right. I'm just not yeah, Odegaard, I'm struggling. Um Saliba, I'm struggling. Rice. I would replace Saliba. I don't think I don't know if he's gonna be as good, but that Lenny Euro kid that Real Madrid are trying to cop, he looks serious. He looks very, very serious, but he's only 18, so I do not I d I don't know. I don't know. So, but that's what I would try and do. Like, if I'm getting rid of like a potentially generational prospect defender, I need to go and look for another one. Like, essentially, I need to go and look for another one. So that's what I would do. Rice, I have no idea. Who are the defensive midfield prospects about? <laughs> I don't know. We used to talk about Casado, you know. <laughs> well, just go back, spin the block. Do you know what? I can't lie. Yeah. 
I have to be honest, bro. Some of what I've seen at Chelsea this season is scared the living daylights out, bro. No, 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 legit. And bear in mind, oh. I, and bear in mind, I'll hold my hands up. I was part of the Team Caicedo over Rice initially, yeah, but boy. Right. I don't know if the Zerbi tax was doing a lot for my man because I think so. Did, didn't right. the Jamaican call him Wilson Palacios? Hey, <laughs> 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 right, listen, I was crying. They spent 150 mil on Wilson Palacios, bro. Just give him a gap tooth and let him run around. Hey, you know what? And and I don't realize, and, and I don't know if it's because I wanted him that I was blinded by some of the stuff that he. Like he kicks people a lot, you know. Like, and no. you know what? It's 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 not just kicking. Like, brother, you're legit late every time to the challenge, bro. Like, this guy around kicking shins, and we're like, oh, yeah. I I feel like he he overcompensates as well, like a lot of the time because he's not very oh. strong positionally as well. Like, he just wants make... to beat people up, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, look how clean Rice tackles in comparison. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm, Rice's tackling technique is very, very like. Obviously, he'd done the one today, which was stupid. But that rarely, like, you can count how many times on one hand that's happened this season. That rarely, rarely happens, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'd replace Rice with. I, I, I think. Know. I think for me, it'd be Chermini. I think Chermini. Yeah, good shot. Good shot. Chermini's level. a good shot. Yeah, yeah that, that's that. that's that might legit be the only one, boy. <laughs> that legit might be the only one. Tremaine is a good shout. Yeah, Erdegaard, as I already said, uh, I can tell Ardegul is going to be peak, man. That's who I'm going to replace him with, bro. I need another one of them. He, he follows the same same as Ozil, Erdegaard, left-footed, techie, surgical playmaking, no no crossing inshallah spamming like KDB, do you know what I mean? Proper trapping ain't dead playmaking, man. So... Um, or medicine, like that. That's not. That's not protect medicine. Is whipping that shit like five, six times yeah, a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep oh, talking about yeah. medicine. Pure hooping. Like I've seen this shit. I'll see him spam crosses like loads, bro. He's got a good cross. I get it, but don't lie to me, innit? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think I had a good as a good yeah. shout. I, I think I think for Udegaard, you, there's other options as well. They're not left-footed, though. I think, yeah. like, Verts and Musiala. I was Florian Verts and Musi, Musiala. Yeah, there's, there's some good Verts, shots. Musiala, yeah. and the last one for me is Xavi Simmons. I think those are three good options. Mm-hmm. I feel like players that have the ability to retain the ball, dribble, find final passes, you know, I think Musiala might be able to be better than Udegaard. Um, Verts got a very clinical final ball. I think those are good options. I think, as you guys said, I think I, I have to adjust my rating. Saliba is top man. He's the he's the he's the hardest one to replace. Yeah, so Saliba would be the hardest one to replace for sure. Very difficult to replace, man. Very yeah. very difficult to replace. Um, right. Do we have any more um, similar stuff to what I've already asked? No, let's 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 leave it there. Let's leave it there, gents. Thank you very much. Oh, go on, go on. The 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 temperature on Twitter is going to be like because these next couple get days, but it's going to be looking crazy. Do, 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 do you know what? Do, do you know what? Yeah, I really don't like debating with Arsenal fans generally. Like outside of our group, like I, I just don't. I don't. I generally don't enjoy it, man. Because Arsenal fans are too dramatic. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's too much of an like. And I knew it. And this is what I think that that um listener question that came in, it was like the build up. Arsenal were like, yeah, yeah, this game's. I saw a fan saying this game was going to be easier than Burnley. I said, big man, relax. Why are you doing this, bro? Like, like, why are you doing this? Like, you, you see two good results. They were like, yeah, yeah. If we don't put at least three past Porto, like we're washed. I'm like, you see what I mean, bro? As I said, you, you man, you, you can tell you haven't been here before, bro, because Europe is legit a different pedigree, man. So I just, but Arsenal fans are too dramatic. To Leroy's point, we're a good team, but we're also a young team. And we're going to lose games, bro. You're, you're not going to win every game during the course of a season, man. So, listen, we lost. It's not unassailable. It's, it's a 1-0 defeat. You can turn it around second leg, man. So, so yeah, man. It's one of those ones, though. It's 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 a, also a good thing that we're playing in three days. Because if you beat Newcastle again, everyone's going to forget about this Porto game very, very quickly. So, it is what it is, man. Just got to yeah, listen, yeah. and sometimes that's why I said I'll switch off, bro. I'm, I, I don't want to see what's what they're talking about on the TL tomorrow, man. Love is blind. I'm back, bro. I've got something <laughs> to be catching up, bro. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be deep into my emails at work tomorrow, man. You see, <laughs> I know t- 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 tomorrow might be a hella productive day at work, boy. 
I, I, I literally just logged in. I think I might cancel my first few, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm upset, man. I, I need I need to really sit there and think, think about what's Do you know what's funny? Yeah? Whenever Arsenal lose, I always have, hit some PRs at the gym, bro. I, I know the, 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 yeah. the rage that's going through me, bro. I know I'm going to have a good... <laughs> I'm gonna have a good session tomorrow, this boy. This guy's gonna overhead press and tear his fucking um, tear his rear delt. <laughs> uh, bro, 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 bro. Right. Anyway, let's leave it there, um, gents. Thank you very much, listeners. Thank you very much. Um, we've, we've been doing a lot of post matches, so I, I didn't even plug it at the start. Um, we did a post. I think it was me and Dan Coos. We did a post match after the Burnley victory. So we'll probably likely do. It's quite late, actually. I don't know why we're playing Newcastle at eight PM on a Saturday. That's a very, very late game. Seven PM, uh, no. Seven PM. Huh? Seven no, eight PM. It's eight PM. Oh, really? That's at yeah. seven. And it's on TNT Sport as well, which is yeah, really. It's, it's really, it's really late. Like you know, I thought, it was normally like you know, kickoffs are normally like five thirty, but that's maybe because it's Sky, maybe TNT are doing. But yeah, eight PM is a very, very late kickoff on Saturday. But we'll be back with a post match reaction after that um so listeners if you want to jump for those who are not part of patreon join our patreon for as little as three pound a month but yes we will be back with a post match then leroy german thank you very much listeners we'll see you on the flip side peace Sports Social Podcast Network.